name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I want you to hear this. The gospel message of the love of God that's in Jesus Christ resounds tonight as brightly and with as brilliant light and power of the resurrection before us this evening. And I tell you, I've been reflecting in this all week as we've walked with Christ to his passion through his passion. It's as if our Lord would bring a question to us tonight. And that question is this, what can possibly separate you from my love? What can possibly separate you from the love that I have for each and every one of you? Show me, he asks. Try to find one thing that can separate you from the love of God. St. Paul, in Romans chapter 8, he said, If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. How can we think? How can we live any further one day more in the deception that there's anything that can separate us from the love of God after seeing everything in Christ throughout Holy Week? After seeing everything that God willed to do to save us, to rescue us, to ransom us, to redeem us in this blessed week of Holy Week, how can we live in that deception any longer? Our fallen humanity, it's fallen. Our fallen humanity cannot keep us from the love that God has for us because our Lord Jesus Christ disrobed of His glory and He took our fallenness, our frailties, every weakness of humanity, He took it into Himself so that he might join it to his divinity and suffering through the humanity, bringing it to his divinity, brings the way for us to be saved, made whole again. Your fallen nature, your fallen humanity can't keep you from the love of God. Our sins, the sins we commit out of that fallen nature, our falling short of our true selves cannot keep us from his love because it was the love of God that for the joy set before him, took himself to be the sacrificial lamb to the cross, that he would break his body for you, that he would shed his blood for you, that through his body you might receive life eternal, and through his shed blood, the constant, ever-flowing mercy and remission of sins. Your sins cannot keep you from the love of God. And how can we possibly believe that anything can separate us from the love of God when Hades, the very holding place of all the souls from Adam and Eve right to the time of our Lord Jesus Christ's death, Hades couldn't even separate those souls in Hades from the love of God. 
For our Lord Jesus Christ, when he gave up the ghost, he immediately descended into that place and he burst the gates of Hades asunder. And when I say he went and appeared and preached and revealed himself to all the souls from Adam and Eve to that present moment, I tell you, consider who he spoke to. Consider who he rescued. The very Egyptians that tried to kill his people at the Red Sea, that he drowned in the Red Sea, he preached to and revealed his love to. All the people in the promised land set aside against his people. All the evil people that were drowned in the flood, that were enacting evil that was causing destruction in the earth. Our Lord Jesus Christ stood before and demonstrated his love and preached the love that God had for them. And he rescued them, he ransomed them, he redeemed them, and he brought them in a train of victory with him to heaven. Many were released in that moment, we know, and they came out of the graves as soon as Christ died and started proclaiming the love that they just saw. If Hades cannot separate those souls from the love of God, how can anything we do? Death itself, death caused by sin and the fall of man can no longer keep us from the love of God. For as we celebrate on this very night, the tomb, once dark, shrouded in the darkness of death, is now filled with the brilliant light and life of Jesus Christ, who is the resurrection and the life. Our Lord willed to die out of his great love for us, and equally out of his great love for us, he willed to live. He willed to be resurrected, that we might not have to taste death for those of us who remain in him. As if God is saying to us this evening, again, how can we be so deceived any more? After all that I have done for you in power, after all that I have demonstrated to you in love, after all that I've given you in mercy, it testified to all these things that we've encountered during Holy Week. How dare we think that anything we have done in the past or anything that we could ever do in the future can separate us from Jesus Christ, the lover of our soul, who did all of this that he might breathe life back into us as he did for all of those who were baptized and chrismated and has done so for you. How can we believe that anything can separate us from the love of God when Christ is risen? Indeed, Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the 